Good morning, good morning, everyone. Yeah, let's give them a hand. We've got such an incredible worship team. Uh, well, we made it. It's 2021. Or is it? Yeah, it is. Last I checked. So, um, two things this morning before I get started. Uh, number one, uh, my message, they've only given me 30 minutes, but uh, thank goodness Rachel hasn't even started the clock yet, so I have extra time. Um, no, uh, my sermon is not going to have a, a nice, neat conclusion today because it's something we're going to walk out together. Uh, the second thing uh, that I wanted to mention before I get started, uh, you know, I was just sit standing back there as we were worshiping, and uh, I wrote a note. I said, uh, how did we get here today? Uh, and not you. Uh, I'm sure you know how you got here. Uh, I'm talking about how we got to me talking about what I'm going to talk about today. Um, the title of my message is uh, Trusting the Lord for My 2021. And Seriously, I, I was thinking this. How did we get here? See, uh, I, really, I really love people that have life verses out of the Bible or um, specific people or, or scriptures that they just run toward. Uh, me, on the other hand, as many of you know, uh, I'm a little unusual. I have Bible verses that I run from. We have an incredible pastor. Uh, Tom Wilson is absolutely an incredible man. And the thing that I think makes him so talented at what he does up here is he's able to talk about David and he's able to talk about Moses and Paul those are the people that really get him, get him going. Me, on the other hand, the people that excite me, I love to talk about Peleg and Joktan. I love, I love it when people want to talk about Perez and Jehoiachin. And uh, raise your hands or click on a, a thumbs up if you even know who I'm talking about or if they're even in the Bible. This morning, in talking about trusting the Lord for 2021, is one of those places in the Bible that truly I run from. Uh, and it's not because there, it's not an important scripture, it's not because it's not a beautiful scripture, it's not because it's not a truth-filled scripture. Frankly, it's because everybody knows it already. Everybody talks about it. It's such a common scripture that it sometimes loses some of the depth to it. And so, frankly, uh, I usually run away from these verses because we can get lost in the familiarity of them. But the Lord keeps dragging me back into it and dragging me back, kicking and screaming, uh, even uh, as late as this morning, about talking about this section of Scripture 
and talking through this. And so really, you know, I, I was standing back there and I said to him, I said, how did we get here? I said, you have me talking about trust. You have me talking about relying on you. And frankly, I feel more like David in Psalm 10 than David in Psalm 23 when David is crying out, why, Lord, do you stand so far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Or even more, Lord, why do you stand off in Psalm 22? Why, do, why, do you, why are you not there? Why, why have you abandoned? Why does it feel like I'm all alone in this? I mean, that's me more often on a Sunday, more often on a Tuesday, if I'm really being honest. And I wonder how many of us have had that feeling as we went through 2020. Looking around at some of the headlines, looking around at some of the things happening, looking at our bank accounts, looking at our family and friends, looking at all the fear being talked about on the news and everywhere else, all the discord going on. How many of us were, were there where David was? Well, in talking about trusting the Lord for 2021, you know, uh, I come from a broken family. But yet the Lord brings children for Teresa and I to love on. Uh, I walked away from, from the Lord when I was younger. And yet he brings people for me to talk with and disciple. I have some of the biggest daddy wounds you could possibly imagine. And yet he's so kind to me, giving me the strength, giving me the wisdom and insight to be a dad for not just my children, but for others as well. You know, I'm someone who loves to seek the approval of everybody else. I love to be the person on stage. I love the person to be getting the claps and getting the attention. Heck, they made me a shirt that, that proudly brags that I am Mike Bronski. And on the back it says, you're welcome. <laughs> How much more do I need to say? And yet, the father is so kind in saying, go ahead. You know what it's like. You know what, where it is to trust me. Someone who struggles with their faith. I wrestle with my faith. Some of it just doesn't make sense. Some of it just doesn't add up. But I still put one foot in front of the other, and I still believe. Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes I feel so lost in my own head. But yet, this morning, I'm talking about Psalm 23. As I said, this is not going to be a neat package that we're going to unwrap this morning and I'm going to send you out of here. Uh, I'm sending you out of here with a mission this morning more than I am with 
uh, three nice little points and say go. My mission for you today is to walk with me this year, believing and trusting in these scriptures, even when they don't make sense, even when they don't look right, even whenever things don't add up. You know, I've got to imagine Moses standing on Mount Nebo as he's looking at the promised land, and he asked the question, how did I get here? From being a little baby that should have died to being the guy that killed an Egyptian because I thought I knew how to do it. Uh, mistake after mistake after mistake. And yet the father calls him back. No, you're the person. No, no, no. It's okay, Moses. You're the man. I know you are. I know it's in you. Well, this morning I'm calling each of us. The father knows who you are. He knows where you're at, and he will be more than enough for us to trust in 2021. Don't worry. Don't worry about what the news says. Don't worry about what people are talking about. Use wisdom, but don't worry about it. Worry's not going to change it. Have faith that the Father has got you in his hand. Have faith that he is leading and that he is guiding, even in the midst of, I don't know why I'm here, I don't know what you're doing, but I do know one thing, I know who he is, and that's more than enough. So one of the things I want to do today is I want to encourage us to take the lens you're going to hear me talking about a lens a lot today. Like glasses that help us focus. So many things want to keep our attention, want to keep our focus somewhere else. But I want to encourage us, the Remedy Bible is a paraphrase that I really enjoy reading. And the preface to the paraphrase has this note in it about the paraphrase uh, titled The Remedy. It says, through the lens of God's design is the law of love, the template on which life is built. As we look to 2021, let's keep an eye through the lens that the Father has built for us to see through, and that is his word. Let us keep that focus in mind, and not who we are, not how we got here, but who he is. This paraphrase is very intentional in helping us reorient our mind to God's character of love and his mission to heal and restore. In Psalm 23, I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to use uh, three paraphrases that you probably aren't going to know, you probably aren't going to be able to even find, frankly, because I collect very unusual translations and paraphrases, and today I've uh, picked three to be able to help me help you in um, getting away from the familiar so that we don't get lost in, oh yeah, I recognize that verse but to help us kind of get a better focus. So in Psalm 23, 
verse 1, we're all very, very familiar with the New King James translation. Everybody in this room and everybody online, if you've opened your Bible for more than a week, you know two verses. The first one is John 3.16. The second one is probably this one. Psalm 23, verse 1, in the New King James, the Lord is my shepherd. How does it go? I shall not want. We all get that, right? We all hear that. That There is so much there that I'm probably going to sit for quite a while and just talk about that this morning. We each have something or someone that is a shepherd of our lives. We all have something or someone that we look to, that we depend on, that we trust in to meet our needs. It could be God, but it also could be our jobs. It could be our skills and our talents. It could be our money. It could be ourselves. It could be our spouses. Or many, many other things. I assure you, each of us can write that scripture and say, the blank is the shepherd I shall not want whenever we think about what we're relying on in our lives. Because the truth of the matter is, in that verse, the Father is describing us as sheep. And sheep, any sheep herders out here? No? No sheep herders? No? No? Okay. All right. Part of the reason I uh, am going to go back to not using that, because many of us can't even relate to what sheep herding looks like, other than what we hear on, uh, from church, right? So sheep are really dumb animals. Uh, frankly, uh, some of us would probably be insulted to the level at which they're dumb to think about how many times God calls us sheep. Uh, I mean, you just stop and think about that for a minute. Uh, they wander off. They get easily distracted. Oh, yeah, that happens to me all the time. Just ask Carrie. Uh, yeah. Um, they, they have to be under constant supervision. They can't feed themselves. They don't know where they're going. They're always in trouble. They need safety. They need health. They need security all the time. So that's what a shepherd does. A shepherd meets every need for the sheep. The shepherd is the provider. The, the, the shepherd is the security. The shepherd is the, the place of refuge. But when we hear about the Lord being our shepherd, unless we know ahead of time that we're sheep, it kind of goes over our head. <clears throat> so the Brandt translation, or paraphrase, I'm going to use paraphrase and translation interchangeably. I apologize for those of you that understand the difference. It's not my intent to, dis to not distinguish them, but just to be, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Why am I here again? Yeah, I know many of you probably have already left the video stream thinking, I don't know why he's there either. Why does he keep asking? <laughs> the Brandt paraphrase of Psalm 23.1. The Lord is my constant companion. 
There is no need that he cannot fulfill. For 2021, don't hear me. Hear David talking about the Father in heaven, proclaiming the Lord is your constant companion. The Lord is my constant companion. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He never abandons us. Jesus hanging on the cross, crying out, Psalm 22, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He felt like many of us felt during this last year, looking around at everything going on, wondering, why does God let this stuff happen? Where is all this coming from? Why haven't all my prayers been answered? Why, do I, why did I lose my job? Why can't I pay my bills? The Bible promises me all these things, but I don't see them lining up. Why, isn't the, why aren't those true? Whether they look true to us or not, God's promises are true. He will provide all we need. The little boy, Michael, who was sleeping in a trash can after he'd been physically abused by his father, I can't explain it. But I know looking back, the Lord met every need I had. He took care of me. There is no need that he cannot fulfill. As we look forward in 2021, hold on to that. Don't look at what's going on around us. Hold on to the truth of the, God's word. The Lord is my constant companion. There is no need that he cannot fulfill. Or how about this? The word on the street paraphrase. <clears throat> Speaking of God, you're my guide, my guard, my minder and mentor. What more do I need? Do you see that? That paraphrase is describing a fullness from one end to the other of the constant presence of the Lord and the Lord being these different places and different fulfillers for our needs. Let us not focus on what could happen or what might happen. We aren't going to be able to control the unknown or the possible disasters that lay before us. Let us not focus on what we can't control, uh, how someone treats us, what someone says to us. We can live in the confidence and truth of what is, not what might be. We can live with joy, peace, and hope for 2021 as we rely on who Jesus is, who God is in our lives. As we walk in faith, the Lord is our constant companion. The Holy Spirit is our guard, is our guide and our mentor. His whole and total presence, his fully and undivided attention 
to every aspect of every minute of our lives. One of the most incredible things to me in the, in, uh, to understand about God is, I'm going to throw this at you and you'll have to think on it a little bit later. The Bible says that God is infinite. One of the most incredible things about an infinite God, he can give himself 100% to each of us without reducing. Because he is infinite, he can give 100% to Kim, 100% to Melinda, 100% to Teresa of his fully undivided attention and not reduce anything for Travis, not reduce anything for Katie Rose or any of us watching on TV, still giving 100% to each of them as well. He is our constant companion, providing for all of our needs as we go forward into 2021. Verses 2 and 3 out of Psalm reads, He heals my innermost self. He leads through the process of spiritual restoration for the magnification of his character of love. Moreover, when I go through dark times, when I feel like I'm going to die, I will not give in to fear or choose selfishness, for you are right there with me. Those times of trouble and heartache that want to come our way in 2021, that wanted to come our way and stand in our path in 2020, let them come. Because he is with me, he is with each of us. And the Bible says, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Jesus never promised us a smooth ride. Many people want to look around and want to ask Christians, boy, why is it so tough for you? You've got God on your side. You've got all these promises listed out. Life should be easy. But Jesus never said that. As a matter of fact, he warned us as Christians that, hey, your life is going to be worse than a lot of those that aren't believers. So we can't look around and get caught up with the lie that things are supposed to be okay for us, that things are supposed to go a certain way for us. Look, if you're a Christian, welcome to the world of life sometimes smells like dog do. And you know what? Jesus said, not only because he went through it, you're going to go through it. But he said, I am going to be there with you every step of the way, every moment and every time. Let us not be afraid. Let us be strong. Let us rely on him who is with us and him who can be trusted him who has been trusted for thousands of years in the past and will be for thousands of years to come. I love the Brandt paraphrase. It says, talking of uh, God, 
He is close beside me when I tread the dark streets of danger and even flirt with death itself. He will not leave me when pain is severe. He is near to comfort. It doesn't say he's going to get you out of pain. He's going to remove you from pain. No. It says when you hurt, he is near to comfort. When the burden is heavy, it doesn't say he's going to take it away. No, it doesn't. He is there to lean upon. When that weight gets to be looking like it's something we can't hold and we can't bear up, I know I'm going to burst people's bubble, but I do not believe some of the things that Christians run around saying that God never gives you more than you can handle. I think that's a lie, frankly, because uh, life itself is more than I can handle. I need to lean on him. I need to depend on him. Life is always more than I can handle. It's always bigger than me. But he is there for me to lean on. He is there to provide me comfort, to hold me and to love me, and to tell me I am with you. How about this next verse out of Brandt? It says, when depression darkens my soul, he touches me with eternal joy. When I feel empty and alone, he fills the aching vacuum with his power. Sometimes these verses seem so much bigger than possible. And sometimes they get fulfilled in gigantic supernatural ways. Other times, the healing and the presence of God, the guidance and the joy and the companionship, the peace that he's talking about, sometimes those come through brothers and sisters. Comes through the gift of presence, of us just being there with one another. As we go through 2021, let us not trust in ourselves. Let us not lean on our own wisdom and knowledge. But let's trust in him who is in us and that is greater than he that is in the world. Let us not be caught up that we are supposed to be doing this on our own and we should be able to handle all of these things. Let's not buy into the lies, but let's buy into the truth of what is before us, of he who is walking with us, the Spirit of God who is before us leading our steps. The psalm says that the Holy Spirit is a light unto our feet. He's the one guiding the path not each of us. I brought this little jar up here. This little jar I keep on my desk at home. <clears throat> it's a reminder for me. I don't know if you guys can see this online or not. I, uh, we had to work on this earlier. But uh, this little jar. This is a $10,000 jar of crude oil. $10,000 jar of crude oil. Uh, no, it's not actually valued at $10,000, uh, so 
uh, Travis and uh, Trevor, you don't need to come up and try to take it because I'll be more than welcome to let you have it because it's frankly worth about uh, 10 cents. But it represents $10,000. It's a story. It's a story of me trying to do something on my own and my own knowledge. Taking $10,000 of cash, thinking I knew I had the right direction to not have to worry anymore and invest in an oil well that literally produced that much oil. So I keep this as a symbol, as a message, as a reminder, not by my strength, not by my wisdom, not by my thinking, not by my wanting, not by my might, and not even by me being Mike Bronsky, will things get accomplished? Will my family be provided for? Will my children shall be loved? That I will even wake up, heck, that I'll even walk off this stage before I take my last breath. It's not by any of those things that are in my control. But it is as I lean on the Father, as I trust in Jesus and I follow the Holy Spirit, that 2021 is going to be a year for the Father to show up big. It's going to be a year for me to reinforce my faith, to realize how holy and wonderful he is and how truly loved I am, that each of us may walk forward. I want to challenge everybody in the room and everybody online. Pour into Psalm 23 this year. Read it. Study it. Get much further along. I told you, I'm not finishing this. This is a to-be-continued in our lives leaving here for 363 more, 362 more days this year. The Lord is my constant companion. There is no need that he cannot fulfill. He is my guide, my guard, my minder, and my mentor. He is more than enough to take care of us, he, and he is where I am putting my trust in 2021. Not in the news, not in a politician, not in a way of living, not in my business, not in my things that I can accomplish, not even in the things I know, not even in the things I believe, but in Jesus Christ alone is my 2021's trust placed. I want to encourage each of us today, as we look forward to 2021, as we walk day by day, as we face adversity and trials and tribulations, as we face all the yuck that might come, trust in he that is in us to be greater than he who is in the world. And you too, like Jesus, shall be an overcomer. And the Bible promises us that. Jesus tells us that. Paul reinforces that. Let's pray. <clears throat> Daddy in heaven, I uh, am so humbled. And I'm so gracious. Uh, you're so gracious. I'm so thankful 
can't even put words together sometimes. I don't know. Uh, you set before me this path, delivered these verses today. Uh, it certainly could have been someone more elegant in speaking. It certainly could have been someone who had more together. But you picked the person, you picked the vessel. I hope that uh, each of us that have heard these words today, that uh, you find a way to deliver something that I frankly can't. And that is the reality of who you are in each of our lives. Daddy, be real. Be more than enough. I trust you for 2021, Father. And I pray that my family and friends and those watching online and here in person, that if they do not know you as more than enough, that they submit their hearts and lives to you. They realize the truth of Jesus' death on the cross and what reality that means for all of us. May you be magnified in our lives. May we rely and trust in you, the creator and holder of the universe, for all of our 2021. In Jesus' name, amen.